Assalamualaikum. So Welcome here we everyone. are. Happy New Year, everybody. This Almost. Is, this is. It is. This is airing on January first. Yeah. yeah. This is December thirty first. Yes. Here but they don't. Are. They don't need to know that. <laughs> you guys don't know that, so we wish you all the best in this twenty twenty two. Hopefully, the year that uh, nobody remembers COVID nineteen. And that's so 2019. That's so. like that's like so 2020. Oh. Like 2019, nobody really knew that that yeah. existed. I know. It's kind of it's kind of dodgy to call it COVID 19 actually. It yeah. COVID 20. COVID 20. Even though it started in 19, but no, again, I nobody think really. I think knew. they only did that because COVID 19 sounds cool. Yeah. COVID 20. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. Definitely. But here we are, our second video podcast our second video just like we said we were going to do and audio for all of our audio, audio listeners for all you audio listeners if you want to check it out you can hop over on youtube and check out the video version yes in case you want to actually watch us sitting in the studio chatting it up here we are so here today's are. topic dun, 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 dun. food for thought and you guys if you i think it was in season one uh, we did we did a similar podcast episode, but this is we're gonna elaborate like elaborate elaborate, we're gonna, we're gonna elaborate a little <laughs> bit further in so, terms of halal food, what it is we eat, why we eat it, how we eat it, why it's important, exactly all the things. So let's start from the top. So as Muslims, uh, we follow the religion of Islam, and we're very strict, should be very strict on what we eat because mm. it is an act of worship. Absolutely. It's seen as an act of worship. So let's define what halal means mm -hmm. and haram. So what's the definition? Halal is permissible. And haram is the opposite of that, which is impermissible. Yes. So what makes something halal? Mm -hmm. Like so, by default, veggies, fruits, all that stuff exactly, is halal. Exactly. The, the, the halal versus haram in terms of food comes from how that animal is slaughtered mm -hmm. or sacrificed mm -hmm. in, our, in our case. Mm -hmm. um, and in order to become halal, as per the overwhelming majority of Muslims around the world, um, the animal, there's, a, there's, there's quite a few different steps. So you have what is the, the mandatory act, uh, and then you have the sunnah, which are the accompanying acts to make it even more blessed. So the first act, which to make it halal, is you're going to, it's going to get dirty, it's going to get gross, not that kind. But, TMI. Exactly. So you're going to take a very, very, very sharp blade, and you're going to slice the animal's throat. You're going to say Bismillahi Allahu Akbar and you're going to bless that animal. You're going to say in the name of Allah that Allah is the greatest. Mm -hmm. And that then becomes permissible for us to consume. Mm -hmm. This now, is referring to animals only, guys. Yes, not people. Yeah, no, I, I, people. I meant like everything else by default is halal, Correct. but anything animal derived. Um, yes. like you don't have anything. to say Bismillahi Allahu Akbar as you cut your broccoli out of the garden. Yes. It's just referring to animals. So there's a, a bunch of other rules that also have to be in place. Mm -hmm. It's not just the... So that, that's, that's the basic. That, yeah. that would sustain and suffice. But as Muslims, everything has rights over us. Yes. And those animals that are giving up their life so that we can eat, mm -hmm. they have rights over us. Mm -hmm. And some of those rights are that when you're sacrificing an animal, mm -hmm. they can't be in distress. Yeah. They need to be calm, mm -hmm. right? Which is... And I've worked in slaughterhouses, mm -hmm. uh, both halal and non-halal slaughterhouses. I know what it's like. Animals know when they're about to die. It is yeah. not, it's not a nice thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's about keeping the animal calm, right? They're not Stress-free, anxiety-free. Exactly. They're mm -hmm. not allowed to see the knife that's about to cross their throat. They're not mm -hmm. allowed to witness other animals being slaughtered. Mm -hmm. Which um, causes that adrenaline, of, which of causes the anxiety. So it's, it's best to keep it's them like, separate. It's like anybody else, right? Like when you... <laughs> When you see your friends being executed and you're in line, 
you know what's coming next, right? You can imagine the anxiety. What a horrible example. Will. I know it is, but it, it's to understand that that animal. Yeah, needs it's to causing be the animal. It's causing the animal tension. Absolutely, don't think that an animal doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, like they're not dumb. Yeah, right. They smell the blood. Yeah, they hear. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's, and it's, it's not, unnecessary. It is. It's not nice. So mm-hmm. these are the the sunnah acts the the that the, the the extra reward. Yeah. Um, the animal should be calm. Like I said, uh, they should be given a drink of water. You know before. Mm-hmm. It happens, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's it's all about the the, the well being. Exactly, it's about respecting. It's res- it's about respecting the animal and realizing that the animal is providing or, or giving us the food and thanking giving God. Up their life, yes, so yeah. that we can survive. Yeah, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I, and a lot of people, um, we've talked about this topic many times on mm-hmm. TikTok, on YouTube Shorts, and um, surprisingly, there's a lot of people that are like. Um, they really fight for animal rights and things mm-hmm. like that. And they personally eat halal meat, mm-hmm. even though they're not Muslim, because they're aware of the different uh, things methods. that go, yeah, methods yeah. that go into the actual slaughtering of the animal. Sure. So it's not just for Muslims. It's for people that are a little bit more conscious mm-hmm. about where their meat yeah. comes and, from. And so to understand the, the halal method, right, it's not just cutting them, right? Mm-hmm. The, the blade needs to be razor sharp. It needs to be done in one quick once not kind of hacking through that's, that's not allowed mm-hmm. um and it need you need to cut everything right mm-hmm. the, the windpipe mm-hmm. the you know the trachea uh, the carotid arteries uh everything mm-hmm. windpipe well, i guess it's trachea so it's all mixed up there so you have four of those things in your neck that have to be cut excluding the spine and the spinal mm-hmm. column and when that happens there have been scientific studies regarding this in un- different several universities mm-hmm. but showing that when it's done in this manner that the animal doesn't actually mm-hmm. feel it happening mm-hmm. um, versus a stun gun or shooting the animal or all of the different methods the traditional methods that you see here in the west um, the animal is it, it's significant pain um, yep. Whereas this would be the opposite. It like renders them unconscious and that's it. Yeah. So one of those studies was done at the University of Hanover in Germany. I know people like to say, oh, it was debunked. I mean, common sense tells you that this is accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was they, they hooked up the, the cows, they implanted, um, what do they call it? The brain, Sensors. Yeah, the, or... into, the, into the brains of, or not the brains, into the skulls. <laughs> right? So they could monitor, you know, the brainwaves of the animals. And they did the captive bolt gun method, which is the traditional Western style in which they, it's basically like a little, call it a bulldozer. Mm. Um, it's like a, it's just like a little tube and there's a, there's a shell inside uh, with gunpowder, like a mm. bullet without the actual bullet. So when you put it together and you hit something with it, it blasts a steel prod into oh, the skull of the animal. I can imagine that right? pain. So when they found that when you do that, it, it, the animal feels an incredible amount of pain Before followed they by die. a state of unconsciousness. Yeah. Well, not that because they're unconscious. They, yeah. w- they will, and I have seen it, and mm-hmm. I have been in a bad situation when this has happened, mm-hmm. um, but they feel that pain, right? Versus mm. the halal method in which the throat is cut um, from side to side. Mm-hmm. Um, the animal, they don't feel the initial cut mm-hmm. followed by a state of unconsciousness. So mm-hmm. basically, in comparison, they go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Now it looks... Very scary, right? Because there's mm-hmm. blood pumping everywhere. The heart, because the heart is, is pushing, pumping, yeah. right? And you know the windpipe is severed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just when they're, it's just all coming out, yeah. Right? Versus the Western style, um, they're unconscious uh, at that point. Then you you mm-hmm. slit their throat. So, but but not only are you, are they unconscious in the Western style, mm-hmm. um, the different uh, like chemicals that are released in the body mm-hmm. regarding like 
pain and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Absolutely. It kind of makes Adrenaline. the meat. Yeah. Adrenaline. It makes the meat different. Yeah. Like the people will say this and in people that don't even eat, um, that aren't even Muslim and eat halal meat will tell you that it tastes different mm-hmm. than the opposite. Yeah. So one of those reasons is that the blood is mm-hmm. pumped out of yeah. the body it's more because clean. the animal is alive. Yeah. Right. So us as Muslims, one thing we can't eat is blood. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's so, forbidden. Exactly. So, as that's happening, it's pumping it out, and and the animal because you haven't severed the spinal column, mm-hmm. the central nervous system is basically freaking out, and everything yeah. is contracting, yeah, and it's pumping. squeezing the blood out of the muscles, right, yeah. to make for a cleaner meat, which mm-hmm. is, which should you know in fact last longer than something that is packed full of blood because mm-hmm. something that has packed full of blood is also packed full of bacteria, mm-hmm. right? So it, it'll toxins age. and yeah, different it'll, things it'll like last that. Longer. Yeah. Um, and so through that study, it, it's common sense, guys. A lot of the stuff is co- Islam is all about the fitra, yeah. or the natural way of life, common yeah. sense. You know, I can show you on my hands how many times I've cut myself with very yeah. sharp knives and blades. That's right. right? And that's, that's the right. key to understand is that when you cut yourself with a very sharp knife, you don't feel it. Yeah, you, it you just like happens. You're like, you're oh, like no. oh, no, I cut myself while cutting uh, broccoli or whatever. Exactly. Like I've cut myself to the bone so many times mm-hmm. uh, you don't feel it mm-hmm. right so what does that tell you that tells you that when you f- do that quickly mm-hmm. right the animal doesn't feel the pain mm-hmm. the blood is pumped out and all of a sudden you know it's like mm-hmm. fade to black and mm-hmm. then they're mm-hmm. they, they've you know now become deceased mm-hmm. uh so again common sense right they can say, oh it looks and it does it looks terrible the western method is much more pretty Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't do anything for the animal. No, right? it's, it's Islam, causing them immense pain. Islam is all about preserving the rights of that animal right literally up yeah. until their till their death. Yeah. And again, um, like Islam doesn't say you have to eat meat. If you are a vegan and you choose that lifestyle, you can absolutely do that. But there, this is regarding the people that do eat meat and the way that they have to slaughter the animal and consume it. Right. Um, as Muslims, again, like I mentioned in the very beginning, uh, it, it is an act of worship. It's 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 like, I guess you could say part and parcel of how we live our lives as, as Muslims. Mm-hmm. We don't just, you know, pray five times a day and fast and all these little things. There's so many other requirements, whether it's the way that we dress, the way that we eat, the how way we that we speak. for our prayer. Yeah, yeah, so many different things. And, and what we eat and what we consume has a lot to do with our faith as well. Yeah, so absolutely. And that's some of the things that get overlooked is that, you know, because it looks, and I've, I've, I've read this and you've heard it, right? Mm-hmm. It's so barbaric. It's so barbaric. Really, it's not. That mm-hmm. what, what it is is you have a whole bunch of Karens out there that they see blood and an animal moving and twitching. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, the animal, the animal. Yeah. They, they don't, they, they, they would just rather just see it have its head crushed in. Yeah. Because it With looks With just pretty. a gunshot. It lo- it... Yeah, it looks, looks nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. I mean, to the human eye, maybe. But not for the Put animal. Put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. And so um, now I guess we're going to move on to, we've already talked about like halal meat and what that means. But mm-hmm. there are also um, certain things that we're not allowed to consume. Mm-hmm. And that would be pork and alcohol mm-hmm. and obviously like drugs and things anything, like that. Anything and also anything that has died without the pronunciation of God's name upon it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a big one. Yes. To know. Now in Islam... Everything haram becomes halal mm-hmm. out of necessity, mm-hmm. meaning you're in the desert, you're starving. The only thing there is a pig. Eat the pig. Bismillah and eat the pig. Mm-hmm. The only thing you have to drink is alcohol, which is dumb because alcohol is going to dehydrate <laughs> you and probably kill you quicker, but it worked for the pirates and whatnot. So I don't know. But it, it becomes permissible for you to 
preserve your life y'all this is like he's speaking like extreme scenario like you you just fell out of an airplane and are on like a deserted island and there's nothing in sight other than those two things okay we're talking about life and death we're not we're not talking about we're not talking about the fact that you live in a city and you can just eat whatever you want because you feel like it so that's actually something that um i want to talk about let's rewind a little bit so we live in canada Mm And we grew up in Western Canada, in British Columbia. And actually, we did not grow up in Vancouver, for those of you that like, oh, Vancouver is the only place in BC. No, no. There's some other people that live there. There's a lot of other places in BC. So we grew up in a small town about six hours away from Vancouver. And there... Six hours. She's driving at six hours. I drive the speed limit. My brother Zubair is doing it in about three and a half. Anyways, let's, let's, let's stick with like the rules. So... Um, it's like six hours from Vancouver. Hours. Vancouver was the closest place that we could get halal meat growing up. So mm-hmm. we lived in a really small community where there were no places to get halal meat. There was no Walmart. Mm-hmm. There was no superstore. There was nothing, guys. Yeah, there was a couple little grocery that was all stores. Pretty new. Like it Walmart, was new. superstore. There was nothing. Uh, they were there within the last, before we yeah. left, within the 10 years yeah. before we left, for sure. Like it, that kind of stuff started, those stores came in uh, when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. even then, it wasn't the first few years yeah. when halal, halal food came yeah. there. So um, we struggled. And my dad was one of the first ones in that community. And he, um, they, basically the only options that we had was we either drive down to Vancouver with a big cooler. Mm-hmm. and or drive we go to the to Calgary. Yeah, or to Calgary. Yeah, that was the other closest city. And take a cooler and go to the halal meat store and pick up the meat there, take it home, freeze it for like the whole year type Mm -hmm. of thing and then eat. Or the other option was struggle um, like my dad did. He went around to all of the local farms Mm -hmm. and he made uh, tons of farmers obviously shut him down. Like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Like, that's too much work. I would rather just and that's it. Just Mm -hmm. be done with it. Right. My dad was like, no, I can't do that. It's against my religion. And so he made friends with, I think, two different farmers and eventually was able to kind of convince the different Muslims in the community, mm-hmm. like, hey, like this farmer is willing to let us slaughter the animals and and get the meat. So like, let's pitch in for a cow or mm-hmm. whatever it was um, or chickens or things like that. So that's what happened. That's that's what that's literally yeah. how we lived for like 20 years. And it well, was yeah, this thing. I mean, he, 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 he came to Canada in what, the 70s? Yeah, like I think way so. back when. Yeah, like the struggle is real, people. Struggle <laughs> is so real. There was nothing, and the amazing thing is, although my dad is an immigrant, same with my mom, um, they never ever went to the grocery store to just get meat just because mm-hmm. they felt like it. Yeah. They actually they knew that that was against the religion, and they like their faith was so strong that they struggled mm-hmm. and did everything that they could to make um, our lives easier, like mm-hmm. me and my siblings. So. Of yeah, so growing up, like I personally did see other Muslims <laughs> um, eat non-halal meat because mm-hmm. they just felt like it, and mm-hmm. that's just that was their choice. And no judgment for me, but like my whole life, I never, never did. Didn't even think about it. My friends would always be like getting meat wraps and like chicken wings and whatever, and I would be like, okay, no, mm-hmm. I would always opt for the veggie options, like mm-hmm. a veggie wrap or a grilled cheese or just things like that. So. Um, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about now is like we obviously live in the city now. We live in Ontario. And we, when we first got here, we went crazy. We're like, there are so many halal yeah. meat stores and restaurants because yeah. there were no restaurants over there. There's still no restaurants over there, by the way. Um, and we can eat anywhere here. Like you can even go to Pretty a mall much. here and you well, can every, find a halal, halal restaurant. Yeah. yeah. It's such a luxury that people don't realize. Mm-hmm. 
So now I kind of want to like dive into why people might not opt for those things. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because like back home, the first halal food that became readily available in the grocery stores was mm -hmm. like Zabiha halal. Yes. Um, and then later Chicken. on, and later on, uh, Mina, um, uh, or Minna, depending on how, mm -hmm. how you want to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. um, and so the difference being is, is machine slaughter versus hand slaughter. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a, a big debate amongst Muslims is yeah. scholars is one permissible. The other one is not permissible. Yeah. How lenient can you be? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, personally, I'm okay with either, um, just because you know you have countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, where the 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 population it, it, is yeah, huge. it's 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 the, that's one of their mm -hmm. you know they have 200, 300, 300 in Indonesia's case, 300 million Muslims. Mm -hmm. um, so you know these rulings would definitely be more applicable in places like that, um, and mm -hmm. you know it, it comes down to a person's level of of comfortable or or not comfortable, mm -hmm. right? Their taqwa. That, not necessarily taqwa because everybody has that, right? Can but you define that for us? Taqwa is, taqwa is a consciousness of God. Yeah. It's not fear of God. Like yeah. It's like your like awareness. Of course. That's like, that's, that's one of the reasons why I never in school or university never ate non-halal meat. Because mm -hmm. I always had that consciousness. Like if I make that choice, mm -hmm. I know, I know I'm knowingly sinning. Mm -hmm. So why would I do that? It's mm -hmm. that just like you said, the Yeah, for sure. And so I, I should, I should specify uh, or preface that, that by saying that, you know, that we always try to go hand slaughtered if mm -hmm. we can. Um, but we do take that opinion that machine slaughtered is is halal. It is permissible for, mm -hmm. for Muslims. There are others who take it more rigidly mm -hmm. um, and they say, no, that it's it's not allowed mm -hmm. and totally respect that viewpoint. Uh, most definitely their proofs and evidences are, yeah. are legit. Um, so and then you have kind of the third side, which is that super minority well yeah so this is a bit of an interesting thing is that so some people say that you know you can eat firstly we as muslims we should also preface that is that we we're allowed to eat the meat of ahlul kitab the people of the book mm -hmm. right so the jews and the christians were allowed to consume their meat that was sacrificed in accordance with their laws mm -hmm. right um now the, the issue comes about you know people say well we live in canada it's a christian country well, it's it not, not a Christian country. It's mm -hmm. a secular country. Mm -hmm. um, and then and then so you say, well, how would you even be sure? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, growing up, I certainly know more non-religious people than I do Christians. Yeah. Um, so that becomes a problem. But you can't you can't say it's like, I don't know, like to me, it just it doesn't make sense. Even if you're going to say, oh, it's a it's a it's a Christian country. Mm -hmm. Um, well, yeah, it it's, it's, it's not because first of all, are you going to walk into an A&W and be like, oh, Hey, the owners or whoever, uh, owns this company. Know. Like, can I sp speak to them about their religious background and see how the meat was slaughtered? Mm -hmm. Like you, you can't, you literally yeah. can't so do that. In, in that sense that, you know, it's just like, it, it's when you go to eat at a Muslim's house, right? You don't ask them if the food is halal. You're going to assume it because they're Muslim. You're going to assume it. Right. And in the same sense, you're going to, to, someone's house that's a Christian, practicing Christian. Mm -hmm. Not somebody who says, oh, I'm a Christian, but, you know, they, they don't follow the religion at all. Mm -hmm. That's not what kind of is, is being referred to here. Mm -hmm. um, because, again, like we talked about, you can't eat anything that the name of Allah, the name of God wasn't pronounced upon when it is sacrificed. Mm -hmm. It becomes, then it mm -hmm. dies in that mm -hmm. state, it becomes haram for you mm -hmm. to eat. Yeah, so you would err on the side of caution and you wouldn't eat it. Well, like yeah, so you do have scholars that, that hold that opinion, even in the West. A, a lot of these opinions seem to come from places that their scholars are not 
from. Like they're giving fatwa for Western countries and they're not from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where are they of, from? A lot of them from Saudi Arabia and these places. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into names or anything like that because I don't want to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you ask any majority of scholars in Canada, probably in America as well, uh, they will tell you that no, it's not permissible for you to go to McDonald's and eat the meat because it's a Christian country. Mm-hmm. So America is the largest per capita Christian country at about 205 million Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leaves about 135 million people who aren't Christian. Now, one in three people are not Christian. So, and then, and then again, the level of Christianity and, and level of the piety and all that sort of stuff, right? So it, it really... It's sad because, you know, you, we, we, where we're from, um, you know, they have a, not too far away from there, there's a university and they have a, they had a, I don't know what kind of foreign exchange deal they have with countries, but um, they had with Saudi Arabia. So I think there was a, at that time three, four, five hundred Saudi students. Um, I remember that they came yeah. as, as foreign exchange students. Yeah. So yeah. when they would come. They would eat anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And you know, and the imam in Cam, you know, where where they're from, I don't want to say the name yeah. of the city. <laughs> no, Kamloops, yeah. British Columbia, the Thompson Rivers University. Um, the imam there, you know, no, you can't eat the food. Yeah. It, it doesn't work like yeah, that. Yeah, you like, can't do that. You got to eat halal food. Mm-hmm. We're Muslim. Mm-hmm. So they say no, no. The scholars back home just say Bismillah and eat, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's the 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 really, I'd say dodgy part about it is that. The, I would say the groups, right? Because it is groups of Muslims mm-hmm. um, who have their own methodologies and understanding of Islam. They're very rigid when it comes to so many things. So many things. Right? They will tell you, for example, you have to follow the opinion that music is haram, opinion mm-hmm. of scholars that music is haram because it's the majority, right? That's their opinion. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Is that, but when it comes to halal food and eating halal food they say you can eat anywhere you can take the minority opinion no problem it doesn't i find that so odd i find it even more odd that people so we've done several videos like we we've we last one that we did i think we talked about subway because subway Mm, was under heat for their tuna fish right it has like pork in it or something It, it has yeah it's not apparently it doesn't even have traces of like tuna but regardless let's not let's not do barfing sounds you know, on sorry, the podcast i was just gonna say this on that note uh i think it was malaysia or south africa they found traces of pork dna in, oh my god i think it was cadbury chocolate bars yeah anyway, i shouldn't say cadbury because if it's not then it's the whole thing so okay anyways we'll take cadbury out okay so let's let's rewind even more yeah. so when i was growing up so we never ate non-halal food mm. Okay, never like we never, ever did. We never ate marshmallows. We never had anything with gelatin. We never had anything that had anything animal ingredients in the products. Even when it came to bread, we made sure we read the ingredients. What we did have, though, is fish. Mm -hmm. So we would like we would have uh, filet fish fish at McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. Later on, as I got older, after I met you, I then realized that potentially that fish could be fried next to chicken. Mm -hmm. More often it, than not. It was like a cold it's a, it's turkey. Hell, heck no. Like, it was like, oh my God, this is never happening again. And it's been like 10 plus years. Yeah. Like, we stopped eating fish. Yeah. Unless it's a strict fish uh, restaurant yeah, fish with like fish, fish only. Place. Yeah, like yeah. a fish and yeah. chips, like For no sure. chicken whatsoever. So well, we're I mean, always even, calling. Even then, and, I mean, most people don't, un- they don't, they don't look into those things. They don't realize French it. fries. Cross contamination. Potatoes. But would they, would they coat them with, with beef? Not just that. They're frying it with chicken. 
Well, yeah, not no, not McDonald's, but many, yeah, most, many restaurants. Most any like majority yeah. of small restaurants because yeah. they don't have separate yeah. fryers for yeah. everything, right? Yeah. I mean, when I, I used to work uh, on a fishing at a fishing resort, mm-hmm. um, there was I think there was two fryers, and everything went in there. Yeah, everything yeah, went yeah, in everything there. Everything went in there. And the thing is, Even is when the you... bacon went in there one morning, Ugh. and the and the, the the chef freaked on me. She's mm. like, "What are you doing? You're making that." Out. I said, "Hey, the manager told me to." Do Oh my gosh. Yeah. So when you go to a restaurant that's a non-halal restaurant, you're going to just a typical Western restaurant, it gets really muddy and really complicated with what what we can order. Like Mm -hmm. there have been times where we've sat down, we've looked at a menu and we're like, yo, there's like nothing to eat other than salad. Like we can't, we can't eat anything. So we always have to tell them, we have to explain to them like, please make sure that you cook it in a separate pan. The pan has been washed really well, yada, yada, yada. There's no cross-contamination. Even if we're ordering pizza, like making sure that it's cut with a separate board, knife, all that kind of yeah. stuff. We went to Victoria. And in Victoria, British Columbia, there's not a lot of halal restaurants. No. Um, other than your typical, you know, shawarma, whatever. So we went to a place um, that it seemed like it was halal based on the website and maybe yeah. some reviews or whatever. And you know, we're looking at the menu, and there's like pork, this and this. Yeah. And I asked the lady. I said, "So everything on the menu is halal?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, of course, of course." I was like, "Even the pork is halal?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, of course." I was like, "We'll, we'll just get some bread, like some naan bread, and then we're out." But yeah, that's <laughs> that was so awkward. There's there's definitely going to be people that try to profit off of Muslims, of and they'll say, "Oh, this is halal, yada yada." Mm-hmm. So you got to be on, really on careful. On that note, I heard a story. I don't know how, the authenticity of the story or if it's true mm-hmm. or not, but. Um, in Vancouver, back in the day, there was mm-hmm. a halal butcher shop opened up mm-hmm. uh, across, and there was another butcher shop, you know, over there, uh, across the street or whatever. And uh, I think this is first or second hand, so take it for with a grain of salt. Um, and and the guy, the non-Muslim, saw that his business was very good because all the Muslims were going to there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so he kind of asked, well, why? What's you know, how it's halal? Everything here is halal. So he put up a sign outside. It was a halal pork. Oh you know, for my sale. god! Uh, again, Yikes. Okay, a so Daif story. But. Okay, so diving back into what we originally were talking about. So about the subway thing. Mm. Okay, so we stopped eating at Subway a long time ago, like a decade ago, because we realized that you can ask them to change their gloves. Yep. Go right ahead. You can ask them to do that if you're going to make a veggie sandwich. But the problem with that is that prior to that, they had already touched somebody's ham and they had already touched the lettuce and the tomatoes with their gloves. Whether you ask them to change or not, you're still going to be eating the cross-contaminated lettuce and so tomatoes some people with the will meat, say, yeah, et cetera. Some people will, oh, that's just extreme. That's, oh, you guys are being silly. That's the taqwa. That's but the consciousness here, of God. Tell me that's extreme when somebody is touching peanuts and then touching the food of a person who has a peanut allergy. Yes. Tell me, oh, you'd stop being so extreme. No, so, that's yeah, life and death, man. Right? That's, and for that's us, true. our faith it's not life and death mm-hmm. but for us it's as important yes because right? so we see it as sinful we course. see it as sinful of course it, 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 we as muslims are supposed to be conscious you know mm-hmm. that taqwa that consciousness that that you know god is watching that i need to do good i need to be a good human being i need all these things right mm-hmm. so people say oh you guys are so you know you know everything is so hard for you whatever it's not hard mm-hmm. it's not hard to to ask people right and then yeah like subway like you're touching everything yeah I don't want to eat that. No. I don't feel comfortable eating that. So no. I, I want to know if it's if it's that way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I mean, we also should say that there's nothing prohibiting a Muslim from eating at a at a non halal restaurant. No, as long as you're than, conscious of what yeah, you're getting. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as long as you know what you're getting, mm-hmm. and and most times, the the restaurants will will accommodate. accommodate right? Yeah, like whether it's 
you know, making pancakes, like getting them to not make it on the grill that's next to bacon, like getting them to make a separate pan. And and for the most part, every single restaurant that we've been to that's not a non-halal restaurant, they've all they've accommodated, right? Even places like Pizza Pizza or or Panago or whatever Mm -hmm. these pizza places. They, they have your number on file. Yeah, And they, they have know. everything that you've asked them on file. So you can call and you can say, look, I, I, I have these dietary restrictions yes. is always what we use because yeah. otherwise it gets too Or difficult. we just say we got a meat allergy. Right? Yeah. I mean, whatever you <laughs> it's need the to, easiest to, way to, to explain say, it. right? Yeah. It, it's, you know, I'm allergic to eating haram things. That there you go. I, I mean, we all should be that way, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, so you're on file. Okay. So it says here, clean gloves, clean knife, clean board separate from anything else right and so yeah i mean you do your part Mm -hmm. and then you know everything else is is in the hands of Mm -hmm. god and the thing is is i think i want to speak to directly to the young muslims right that are listening or watching this and maybe you're listening to this and you're like whoa like i never thought about this before maybe i haven't been strict about eating halal meat and you're kind of pondering your life right now (laughs) that's okay we've been there you can always you can always start fresh you can always make that intention you can make the niya that you are going to sacrifice and and struggle and try to make things right and start eating halal meat and continue doing that and know that when you're doing that it's an act of worship like you're doing an amazing thing Mm -hmm. um, for your faith and you'll notice that things will start to change in your life when you start to consciously put the right food in your stomach you're going to see blessings come about in your life you know you're going to see your prayers being answered and things like that and the same goes for praying salah and dressing modestly and all those things like anything when you come closer to god and you're sacrificing the dunya right the life versus um our afterlife yeah Yeah, like you're gonna see amazing things happen Mm -hmm. so it's never too late to start um and maybe to those of the people that are listening to this that maybe do follow the opinion that you can eat whatever you want maybe this is also going to give Mm -hmm. you that second thought about it yeah for sure and so on that same note is that you know i've heard scholarly opinions very minority very 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 minority opinions if people want to use the term majority minority mm-hmm. um that it's depending upon the percentage of christians in the country right so here let me just let me, let me just throw so throw a couple things out here for people who may have never heard these things before these are scholarly opinions and i i yeah. one thing that you'll know about us is that we don't get involved in drama even if people create drama mm-hmm. uh, uh, against us or, or because mm-hmm. of things that they might have thought we said or, or that they don't understand, um, we respect the ulama, the scholars of Islam, all of them. And, you know, but they're all human beings. They all make mistakes. We take mm-hmm. the good, we leave the bad in, yeah. in Bismillah. Um, so the percentage, if it's 60% or, or, or more of the country that is Christian, then it, it's the food is halal. You can go to McDonald's, Burger King, whatever. Wow. So, I mean... Again, we have to use our. We have to use logic. Allah tells us over and over and over in the Quran: use your Common reasoning, sense. reason, mm-hmm. think about these things. Yeah. So you're eating. You're about. To, you're, you got your Big Mac, and you're just about to launch into it, right? Two Christians died in a car accident. Now it's fifty nine point eight percent of the country's Christian. So that oh oh, haram now. Like, is it worth it though? What? Like when I think about this, because again, like I grew up in a really small town. I didn't wear a hijab growing up. I didn't pray growing up. But this is one thing we were really strict about is like what we ate. Um, and I just, I, in my mind, I'm like, if you don't have to, why do you? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like a life and death situation no. where you're in a deserted island and you have nothing else to eat. You just choose not to choose a salad over a burger. So another thing you know? is people like to throw, they say, oh, you pick and choose, you pick and choose, right? Look, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 
He was never presented with two options where he didn't take the easy way. Mm -hmm. It was to show us, don't be extreme in your religion. Make things easy for people. Don't overburden yourself. Mm -hmm. But he would never cross the line. Mm -hmm. It's not two things. One's halal, one's haram. We take the haram one because it's easy. No. Never. No, yeah. So uh, it, it is easy. There's so many options. It is very, right? it's you very easy. You have vegetarian options everywhere you go. You have everywhere. vegan options. You have so many different options. Yeah. Right? That and whole vegan movement has been incredible for Muslims, guys. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> you know what? The biggest movement that has been beneficial for Muslims is that of Orthodox Jews in mm-hmm. America. That too. The, the Jewish lobbyists that have the little K with the circle and all the different kosher yeah. logos have, have saved Muslims so much. Right? Yeah. So they've yeah. done so much work in terms of, of, yeah. of that, yeah. uh, certifying these things. Yeah. The, we look for kosher symbols because yes. we know their dietary restrictions are, are, are permissible for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, on a couple more things, right? So these same people from, you know, Saudi Arabia and these places, they'll tell you that eating gelatin is, is halal because it's gone through a chemical change and now it's no longer pork. It becomes something else. Right? Again, total minority opinion. But it's on YouTube, so people think, oh, no, Sheikh said that. It's good to go. Oh, yikes, man. Yeah. I could never. I literally could never. <laughs> or, or better yet, the country has oh. a cross on their flag. It's halal. The food is halal wow. for you. Wow. But again, I, I keep resorting back to this. Like, if you don't have to, why do you? Why? Like, because why? Pe- because people are lazy. It's pure laziness. In my, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, that's, I'm that's straight up going to say that too. That's, that's, that's how lazy. I feel. I feel like it's total laziness. Do you, wanna, do you, you eat, can go you and get a veggie dal? burger anywhere. You want to eat dal? You want to eat a, a Big Mac? We just came I back would from, totally eat dal. I would eat the Big Mac, but that's assuming I was in Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> or, so you know, another thing, country. guys, we're referring to Western countries. If you are in a Muslim country. Like Not necessarily Western, but a non-Muslim. Non-Muslim, yeah. Like Turkey, Malaysia, Pakistan, all of those countries. They have fast food chain restaurants like McDonald's, KFC, A&W, all those things, you can eat there because the country is Muslim and every single meat mm-hmm. processing plant there it, is It comes halal. down to that thing, yeah. right? You're in a Muslim country, those laws and everything. You don't have to go down that chain of command yes. because yeah. you assume yeah. as you know, it should be done properly. Yeah. But people pay attention because in Malaysia, they just busted a, a, um, a gang that's been operating, a criminal organization that's been operating for 40 years Yikes. selling haram meat as halal meat to the muslims right yikes man obviously you eat stay that, away from gangs you, you eat that there's there's no sin on you but it just shows how mm-hmm. low people are willing yeah. to stoop to yeah. make money here's another thing guys something that he just mentioned that there's no sin on you so if you unknowingly like let's say you went out of your way you made sure that there was a separate pan for your veggie burger at xy restaurant okay you asked them to cook it separately that all that restaurant? stuff just saying okay sorry xy so you tried you tried your absolute best but for some reason the chef the chef maybe grabbed the wrong flipper and it was a meat flipper and they flipped your veggie burger with it okay that has nothing to do with you you went out of your way to make sure that you did everything possible to make sure it was halal and the sin of that would not be upon you of course because islam makes sense it's logical yeah right you're doing what you can Mm -hmm. beyond that that's Mm -hmm. it but if you knowingly order the burger and knowingly know that it's not halal and you're eating it, then yes, the sin is upon you because you're consciously making that choice. Mm -hmm. It's all about intention. Islam comes down to intention and like your choices and the choices that you make in your life based on your faith. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. And that, and that intention that it's literally, 
our entire mm-hmm. life and our entire faith is based upon our intentions, mm-hmm. right? When we're going to Which pray, we make that intention. Right? We're going for Hajj, we make that intention. Mm-hmm. We're going to give zakat, we give that. Our intention is theirs, mm-hmm. right? So it's all about what's on the inside, right? But it comes down to look. If not for halal food, right? If you don't have to eat, if you can do these other things, what's the point? Yeah. Well, what's the point of halal food anyway? Yeah. Why, what's why the point? It, what's the point in having? Food? What's the point in those commandments if you're not going to follow them? Mm. And that's the thing is, it's like these same people will say, "Oh, music is haram. We can't ever listen to it. It's so sinful." Yada yada. But they'll walk into McDonald's and eat a burger. And to me, I'm like, yo, I think that's, I think that's intense because number one. We're going to talk, we're going to dive into this with a scholar later, but music is not even mentioned in the Quran or anywhere. But halal food is right. mentioned all the time. <laughs> to, 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 to just because uh, not mentioned in the Quran, of course, Allah yeah. has not forbidden that thing explicitly, right? There are hadith that are misquoted, misunderstood, yeah. misinterpreted, right? So again, but, we, but halal food before, is clear. But... Halal food is clear yeah, to Allah us. Says, Eat with you. They, we are literally given the steps on how to slaughter an animal in accordance to halal authority. And yet there's still people that are like, nah, I don't have to do that. What? Yeah. Since so, when? <laughs> so it's, yeah, I mean, that, that again, the, this is, this is comes down to the views and opinions that we take. Yes. Right. Other people who go down that other road, you know, that, that's, that's the, it's up to them. That's, totally. That's you, you know, totally and at the end them. of the day, at the end of the day, this the sin of that will fall on the shoulders of those scholars yeah. if they're wrong and this mm-hmm. is about and again this is what we have to understand is that common people lay people like us who aren't scholars mm-hmm. have never studied um that if if we're following a legitimate opinion about something for example music there's that ikhtilaf, there's that difference of opinion amongst scholars you don't get to say there's ijma, mm-hmm. the consensus whatever that if i'm taking their opinion I'm not the one who's a, 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 a sinful because of it, right? Because for one, you look at everything prospectively mm-hmm. and you say, okay, look, here's the proofs and evidences here for any issue. Here's the proofs and evidences on this side. What makes the most sense to me, right? And which scholars do I know and trust? And that's the way you go. It's not on you, right? Uh, yes, in part, but at the same time, I kind of disagree with you. you. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because every Muslim knows what halal meat is. Every Muslim knows that. Okay, but, but but again, it comes down to that difference of opinion among scholars and their understanding, their interpretation and explanation of the Quran. So uh, someone who grew up, for example, in, in a place like Saudi Arabia, where they, where these things may be commonly known about Western Christian Christian countries, right? the fault is not on them. It's on the people who are teaching them. Right? You understand what I'm saying? I understand that. But at the same time, I still... No, you. I still disagree. Your, oh, I, I, I disagree. You, you I wholeheartedly to. disagree. I do too. Because I'm like, I think about it and I'm like, you can say, oh, a scholar says you can do blah, blah, blah. But it's clearly given to us. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's no like, there's no ambiguity there. Like this is the steps on how to slaughter an animal. This is what halal meat is. Mm-hmm. You should, that's the only meat you should eat. Yeah. Okay. That's that, again, that's the it's opinion not, that, that's not the opinion clearly that, laid out for music. That's the opinion you know? that, that we take in regards to eating halal food. And that's, yeah. again, that's not a minority opinion. That's the overwhelming majority of Muslims around the world to tell yes. you I have to eat halal meat. Yes. Right? And so, that's fantastic. Yeah. So those of you that do eat halal meat, I'm speaking directly to you. Props to you. It is hard work. I get it. I've been there. I know how hard it is. Living Unless you in the live city, in a Muslim country, then yeah, this is completely irrelevant to you. You probably could just turn this off. In the now. West. Um, so props to you. Yes, it's a struggle. We personally choose to now live in a city because of the ease of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. our kids, 
know and don't know the struggle. They don't know the struggle. Like they don't know what that was like. They'd be like, what what do you mean? Why can't we go here? Why can't we go there? Why can't we go to the mall and eat? No. I know. It's not like that. It's not like that. You can't just. So many things. They they won't know the the hardship of getting up or being the remote for your parents. Go and change the channel. (laughs) Click, 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 click. Talked about this last time. Yeah. Commercials. Yeah. No, you can't skip the commercial. It's, no, that's the thing. Halal food in every mall in Toronto. Like it's incredible. Like the, the luxury of being able to live in a big city or the luxury of being able to live where there's a lot of Muslims and, and the has thing its is, benefits. Is that these foundations were laid by so many people who came before us. Yeah. You know, so so a much thanks to for one, those hard people, hard working people, um, who made such an effort to make sure that mm-hmm. we could get halal food here. My dad <laughs> to, was to, definitely to, one to of the, them. To the scholars of Islam who who helped to guide you know us as as lay people yeah um you know to help us understand big props exactly to these people who have made things easy for us yeah now, right? yeah the fact that you can literally walk into walmart or a superstore and buy halal hot dogs or halal chicken Every, wings or burgers thing. like that literally. is a big deal you guys yeah. like that was unheard of when i was growing up meals now yeah with, with halal meat, yes right? it's incredible yeah. it's incredible and i hope that it's even going to become more mainstream Absolutely. like i hope we can i hope it'll be to the point where there'll be like ground beef and there'll be goat and there'll be lamb and all of these different animals that we're allowed to eat like in different grocery stores mm-hmm. like hopefully in the future there won't be any struggles yeah for sure i mean you, you, it's it is that way right no sorry it isn't that way right now because mm-hmm. You have a certain few grocery stores like Superstore, like Walmart that yeah. carry these things. But a lot of the other ones don't. No, they don't. Right? We won't name names. But, um, but, get, <laughs> but if get you're with, listening, grocery stores, get with the, get with the program. On, Muslims are people. waiting for you. <laughs> that's it. You want to increase your uh, bottom line? So, yeah, yeah. That, that's to sum it up in a, what is yeah. it, like a 40-minute nutshell? Yeah. No, minutes. that was good. So food yeah. for thought. Definitely walk away and ponder is, all of yeah, these things. This, this is, is just we how do. we feel. This is how we live our life. And... We want you guys to be a part of it and want you to kind of understand our perspective and kind of why we live the way mm-hmm. that we do and why it means so much to us. And For sure. Yeah. I mean, you have you have the laws of Moses in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. right? In which Jesus affirmed that don't think I've come to get rid of the laws of Moses. Yeah. I've come to confirm them and that these aren't going to change until the heaven and the earth pass away, yeah. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, that, you know, these are the same laws. We don't eat pork. Right? We don't we don't go near it. I yeah. mean, it's we not, don't consume alcohol. We don't consume alcohol. We don't. There's a lot of things that we don't do. Um, and, you know. All these years later, this is us, this is our faith, and this is what our faith teaches. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, people who are not religious, when you look at Muslims, right, don't think there's something weird about them or strange about them. You know, like the example I gave mm-hmm. earlier, right? Someone who has a peanut allergy mm-hmm. or someone who uh, is a celiac. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all have these same issues. They all literally, because it's it's their health and well-being, right? And so for us, it's our spiritual well-being. So that's why we take things as, as rigid and as strict as, as we can. Um, in these matters yep totally thank you so much for tuning in you guys we will see you again next saturday i hope you are enjoying this wherever you're listening to this if you're listening to this on youtube if you're listening to this on spotify or apple Podcasts, take a screenshot or a picture and tag us on instagram and at us at saleh family official and son of saleh official we love seeing what you guys think about these Mm -hmm. topics and how you're enjoying it and we'll repost it on our stories we love to see that it makes us makes us so happy yeah so bye for now salam alaikum and we will see you next year i guess it's already next year but yeah we'll see you we'll see you next week see you in 2020 (laughs) let's hope for a better one all right guys take care 
Well, if you've made it this far, you must be really bored. Like, do you seriously have nothing better to do than to listen to us talk? Haha, ha, just kidding, guys. You know we love and appreciate every single one of you. And if you did enjoy this episode, why not subscribe for more solid family nonsense? And if you really want to show us some love, drop a comment on whatever platform you use to stream podcast. Even if it's just one word, it goes a long way. Thank you so much for being a part of this Saleh family of ours. We'll chat again soon.